Welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. This is a comedy podcast where three longtime friends discuss off the wall topics, conspiracy theories, and horrific crimes. We like to drink beer and joke around about everything and tend to find humor in strange places, so this show may be considered offensive by some. Mature listening audience is advised. If you like weird stories, cracking a cold one, and having a laugh, you are going to love the Beer Conspiracy Show. Hello, and welcome to the Bear Conspiracy Show. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We have three hosts tonight. I'm one. I'm Aaron. I am number one also. I'm Jared. I'm the biggest number one, Dirty D. <laughs> We're all number ones in your hearts and in our mother's hearts. Thank you again for joining us. So... Getting into this episode, we're going to start off real quick, fast, real quick and fast. We're going to the beer corner. J-Rod? You gotta give me more time than that. J-Rod. No champagne or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. No champagne or girly drinks. We drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. I don't know why I hate that song so much. It's a fucking good one, it dude. It hypes me up. Because it's a, it's a girl that sings it. Yeah. Makes me hate it. Anyways. <laughs> we got Nerf If I can't hers. see your pussy, then I don't really care. You know? <laughs> right. We so got what's the point? Sea Heathens. We got Modelo. I'm having another Sea Heathen right now. We got... Another one. Catahoula Common. I got a Catahoula Common. And we still got the fridge full. So yeah, you know, we drink beers. Listen to the last episode. <laughs> then you, you'll get a full yeah, description it's, it's on it. the them. same night. Now guess what? If you like the beer corner, I know you're going to like my guy Dirty D's Dirty News. I know a guy. He dirty. Okay, 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 okay. Welcome, conspiracists, to this segment of Dirty D's Dirty News. Yes. This article comes from Task and Purpose. I've only read the headline, so I hope it does not disappoint. Florida man attempts to break into Space Force base to warn of alien dragon space war. <laughs> July 26th. We actually have Space Force We do Force have a bases? Space Force. Just yeah, one? there's a whole show about it. The, no, like we have bases? Yeah, it's a real At thing. least one. Okay. In Florida. In Florida. That's where the Florida man lives. Yeah. Staff Sergeant David Deli II, 436th Communication Squadron, non-commissioned officer in charge of wing cybersecurity, displays his new United States Space Force tapes and service branch patch. What? Oh. <laughs> All that sounds so made up. <laughs> yeah. That's the description of this picture. Yeah, I was going to say. It sounds I was like, like, I don't understand. HTTP <laughs> slash. <laughs> uh, let's get into the article. Yeah, that'd be nice. Since the Space Force was established in 2019, <laughs> there has been the lingering question of what exactly it does. One would certainly hope that the branch would be... Heavily involved in the theoretical battle between aliens and dragons in space, the occurrence of which, apparently, one helpful citizen was trying to warn the Space Force about last week. At Patrick Space Force Base... Try shitty that, name. That <laughs> That's a shitty name. It threw me off. Patrick At space Patrick Space Force Base. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Corey Johnson, 29, was arrested for trying to enter the installation. According to what he told arresting officers, he was there on behalf of the president to alert the Space Force that there were U.S. aliens fighting with Chinese dragons. In space? In space. What the fuck? According, 
That's just an advertisement for a beer that popped up that I thought looked good. Sierra Nevada. Order it. Send it to my house. So according to Military.com, Johnson had stolen a vehicle several days before his attempt to enter the Space Force installation, which is in charge of satellite launch operations on America's East Coast and presumably not fighting dragons or aliens in space. So he stole the car to, to drive there. Johnson was arrested trying to enter the base, his mission having been foiled by law enforcement. Goddamn cops. Being the proverbial new kid on the block when it comes to branches, the Space Force is bound to get plenty of attention. It's hard not to notice the Space Force rank insignia looks like Star Trek, but the uniforms look like parts of Star Wars Galactic Empire. Nice. And then there's the Space Force's birthday, which was celebrated with a cake as bleak and empty as the infinite reaches of space itself. I did not see this cake. Or the fact that the branch, with what may be the most complicated mission of all, operating in space, can't figure out pants. should have put a stripper in the cake for all the Star Wars nerds. <laughs> yeah. I've never Slave Leia. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. But it's uh, it's Carrie Fisher. <laughs> the actual uh, her corpse. <laughs> she died. Yeah, she died. <laughs> just uh, springs out. That'd be a good surprise. <laughs> like... Make her pop out and her head just falls off her fucking like, like the skeletons in Indiana Jones, Temple of Duel, and they just like, Wah. rest in peace, Leia, your boobies were nice. Especially when she had them like cone things on in the Return of the Jedi. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I know. I just, I said that. Leia. I just said that. I know. We just said that to each other. Right. And I was a part of that conversation because yeah. I was listening. I'm glad we talked to each other. The rest of the article just complains about the Space Force. So, I guess that was a bad article. Are they even active in anything? Or Since they, they just... launched satellites. And then they so also... How come my cell phone service still sucks? Um, because they haven't done it yet. Because uh, they're fighting aliens and Chinese, Chinese dragons, dragons in space. They fly? Yes. You ever heard those... Uh... Heard the dragons? Yeah, there's some fucking crazy... I'm not, I don't know about Chinese dragons, but there's some U.S. You gotta look this shit up. Dragon sounds? Yeah, it's crazy. What like, is it? It's these drag. They... They say it's dragons, but it's like this guy goes outside on like his roof or something, and it's just. What do I look up? Look up USA Dragon. Dragon ruler. Roar, roar. Maybe go to YouTube. It's not not an image. Uh, www.youtube.com. YouTube ever heard of it? Don't forget. Don't forget the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. (laughs) Oh, you forgot it. What a dump. I'm getting drunk, I can't type. <laughs> Apparently I can't type YouTube.com. There we go. USA Dragon Roar. Put war. I think it War? Might, I think it might be them fighting. Yeah, war. That's the that's the article Dirty D's talking about. The very first one. First to break into armored truck wins ten thousand dollars. Oh, y'all can't see my page or whatever. What does it say? It's the article you're talking about. Man goes on a mission to warn US of Alien versus Dragon War. Uh, the article I pulled up doesn't say anything about what he said, though. The CIA's been listening to us. We're not going to find anything about dragons because they're not fucking yeah, real. Yeah, I feel like you just made that no, up. No, it's... Watch out for aliens and dragons fighting in space. And that concludes this segment of Dirty D's Dirty News. <laughs> you dirty bitch. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. That was a shit article. My bad. The title was so awesome, but there was nothing in it. All right, that was Dirty D's Dirty News. Coming at you with some dragon... Dragon speak? Dragon Space Force. Impressive. Very nice. One of our listeners did message me asking us to do the Montauk project, which is kind of where Stranger Things 
got it uh inspiration inspiration from I think Stranger Things had just come out, so season four, which is fucking badass. If you haven't seen it, season yeah, really four good. is dog shit. By you far my least favorite. I've watched everything but the last two episodes at this point. Oh well, it's I'm not all get caught better. up, baby. You're not all caught up if you didn't finish it. Well, almost all caught up. Season four was awesome. Fucking yes, it was horrible. No, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I just it's not my favorite. It's my least favorite season. Season one's by far the best. Season one is by far the best. By far the best. Season one, three, then two, then four is like way down at the bottom. Wait, say season three was way worse the than second. Best. Which is the one where they tried to bring in like the other kids in the? I've been waiting for project. somebody to talk about Stranger that Things. Was that, season four. that was season two. Was that two? Was oh, that's the worst. Episode. That's what I just said, motherfucker. That's what I just agreed with. <laughs> one, three, two, four. I would put two, three, and four on the same, and one better. By far the best. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to can't. I guess I need to watch the the rest of like finish season four. I don't. I don't like the ending that much, dude. They're so goddamn long. Like, I get home from work and eat dinner, and we watch one Stranger Thing episode, and I have to go to bed. It's well, the ridiculous. second half of season four, they're all real long. They release all the other episodes first, and then those two came out like two months later. Might have been a month, but yeah, it was kind of dumb. Anyway, loved it. Yeah, it's really good overall. I can't find this video server. I'm sure they stuff. look super different. You're out of time. <laughs> oh, they want to watch uh, Vecna saying funny. I watched that already. I can do it. The, I just did funny. the voice. I can say anything you want to say. No, you it sounded exactly like Vecna just now. No, I didn't know that's what you were doing. Yeah, we just thought you were. Bullshit. That sounded exactly like it. Brett, you're out of time. <sighs> Why don't you mom talk us? Oh, yeah. So I was saying somebody suggested us this... Um, I thought Topics. about doing this topic anyway, so when you said it's that... It's a big topic. It's a then I was like, well, I might as well do topic. that one. So guys, remember, if you want us to do anything, just put it on Facebook. Just pay us the money, and Email we'll us do it. at beerconspiracyshow at gmail.com. $5 each, so $15, and then tell us what topic you want, and we oh. might think about it. Get into it. I feel like you're setting something up. No, I'm not. You just pissed me off because I sound exactly like Becca. And you said I didn't sound like Vecna, I did. Two of us said you sound nothing like Vecna. At least I don't sound like a fucking <laughs> you do. Oh, burn. <laughs> God, I'm good. What a bitch. Are we going back to seventh grade insults? <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Montauk Project. It gets very wild. Do you know about it? I, I know, know about it. some, not a lot. Like, it gets very convoluted and confusing. I need another one, too. Oh. Two another ones. Oh, my. An- another one. What happened to the two? It's on a different page. Uh, another one. There's a lot of contradictions, so I'll probably say stuff, and then I'll contradict it later on and forget to mention that I contradicted myself, but... Yeah, I don't know a lot. I know some, but Does it really taste like a I sour? I love it. No, it tastes like... It's, it tastes I'm, like beer with lemon in it. It tastes like, like a lime and salt. I like lime and salt. It tastes like Paradise Park, kind of. It tastes like a bad. It tastes like a Pacifico with a lot of lime in it. It does remind me of a Mexican beer. I like lime. A lot, I like beers. I said a lot of oh. lime, like too much lime. All right. So the Montauk Project is a conspiracy theory that claims that there was a series of United States government projects conducted at Camp Hero or Montauk Air Force Station in Montauk, New York. So it originated at Camp Hero and kind of was somewhat moved to Montauk Air Force Station at some point. 
Um, it involved abducting... When, or- you, when you say Air Force Station, is that like an Air Force base or just like a... Yeah, like a base. I guess okay. they just call it a station. This was back in your other story times. I think this was started in the 50s, I believe. It's So they abducted orphans and runaways for the purpose of developing psychological warfare techniques and other research, including mind control, teleportation, and time travel. Is this predates MK Ultra? Yes. What? MK Ultra comes up a little bit in here. Okay. In between. Sounds like X Men. X Men. Sounds a lot like Stranger Things as well. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it. I'm aware of it. <laughs> these projects included physical and psychological torture on these children. The U.S. government has denied all of these allegations. That's what they're good at. They're not really good at. It. They're just kind of like they're good at denying. Nah, it. we didn't. <laughs> They're good at saying they didn't do it. <laughs> nah, you did that. It was Russia. This was apparently the inspiration for Stranger Things. We already said that. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> so the it did have because Stranger Things has a lot to do with Russia, and this does as well. The project was kind of started because they believed Russia was doing all this stuff. So they're like, we gotta fucking, we better get good at doing all this stuff. I wonder what they heard about Russia. What were they doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, I've been wanting to tell y'all this story, and it's not like a long story, but it was fucking hilarious. So I'm working with this guy. So this dude walked by the guy, put his fingers in his nose, and was like, hey, smell this. (laughs) And just walked away. (laughs) He was just like, hey, smell this. (laughs) Put his fingers up his nose. I thought it was the most hilarious Is that a stranger? Uh, <laughs> no, we know who he was, but it's not a guy that I like work around closely or anything. And I it's don't. It's funnier if it's like hilarious. just a random person. Or I don't like, talk to him, so I don't I'm know gonna, him anything. I definitely do that to somebody at work. <laughs> that yeah. you don't talk I to. Kinda, I wanted to tell y'all so y'all could spread that on. Yeah, that's <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. As paranoid as everybody is about all the goddamn viruses <laughs> going on, you know? There's only like five guys at my work, though. So. But the guy I was working with, I do know him, and he was just kind of like. <laughs> Did you ask him what it smelled like? <laughs> he just kind of shook his head. He shook it off. He finger banged somebody in the bathroom or something? <laughs> he probably... I know the guy shits a lot, so he probably just, like, wiped his ass or something. Like, wait, oh, wait, gross. come back. Let me smell that again. <laughs> I didn't get a good whiff. Oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't work for, like, two or three minutes because I was laughing pretty hard. I told you it tastes like a sour. I like it. It tastes better than a sour, for sure. My second one. It tastes like a a Mexican mirror with way too much lime. Yeah. Very tart. Yeah, so with the Russians, this is getting a little bit ahead of it, but they (laughs) thought that the Russians were doing experiments to where they could remote... Like astral project? Yeah, kind of like remote view stuff. So, like, you could have a psychic sitting in a room in Russia, and they can go into your war room and listen to what you're saying and then tell them. So they're like, we gotta have our fucking psychic to be able to battle their psychic in the mind. Sounds exactly like Stranger Things. It's gonna sound a lot more like Stranger Things coming up. Which season? All of the seasons. I call Dustin. Hopefully not season two. A little bit of season two. Oh, god damn it. They do have, like, this punk girl that the soldiers meet on the side of the road and they're like i'll teach you your true power and you don't need no man oh shit sounds like jubilee and then you never see them again 
because <laughs> it was critically panned as the worst episode of television history. It wasn't very good. I didn't like it. No. Though, why bring this up if you're not going to even go anywhere with it? You you talked about it earlier. No, that's what I'm saying. Why did they even well, I think try they, to do that? I think they were trying to do like a spinoff deal or something. Of or course they were. They didn't expect people to hate it. They're like they would have had them come back, but people hated it, so they're like, "No, we're not bringing them back." That was terrible. I don't know what y'all are talking about right now. Stranger Things. Ever oh, seen where it? she like one episode where she went with the little group of hoodlums. Oh they, yeah, no, I know. Like when she went to New York or whatever. That was in the project. She was like number yeah. eight, which is dumb because all the other kids were like in her flashback, and that kid wasn't there. There was something with like a. A empty room with a number on it or something, but I don't know what the number was because I couldn't remember what number. I think that it was. Girl I think was. she was number eight. But I think that might have had. They're like talking about one of them missing or something. I could be making that up. I think you are making that up. I missed that Easter egg. Hey, <laughs> <I> smell this. <laughs> Need salt. <laughs> so the Montauk Project conspiracy kind of originated, at least in popular culture. From the Montauk Project series of books released in 1992 by Preston Nichols, which tells different accounts of these experiments. There's a lot of coke. No, like a lot of sci-fi stuff. I feel like you did a time travel where they there's a story of the government taking a bunch of kids for time travel. Yeah, that's all in his books. He's got like a series of books about the experiments. Oh, okay. He claims they're not fiction. He claims that all this happened. But other people claim that it didn't happen. But this is, well, I'll get into it. By Preston Nichols, which tells different accounts of these experiments. It is believed the story isn't widely known because the book is strongly believed to be fiction. But we know for a fact that the government and the CIA have done these types of experiments with MK Ultra. So it's not super far-fetched. Um, the biggest thing I've seen like against this, other than there's zero coal... There's, like, zero evidence to any of these claims is, like, they stole children, supposedly, from beds. Like, MK Ultra, they took, like, prisoners and degenerates, so, like, nobody would Hookers, miss them. Yeah, yeah. criminals, drug but, addicts. like, people are going to miss their kids. <clears throat> For so. sure, yeah. Mulder missed his sister, so. <laughs> so. Did you ever find her? No. Yeah, That's, I think... Actually, I don't know. I don't remember. You just have to watch all the episodes. <laughs> I don't think I well, he kept, like, kept like acting like he thought he found her so many times. I, don't, I actually don't even remember if he ever found her or not. Now, you know what a good twist would have been? If he fucked his he sister. He was next his to sister. If Scully was his sister. Oh shit! And she had his retard kid. Mm-hmm. Damn, that would be crazy. And it was an alien. And they're both aliens. I just wrote a new X Files movie. I think you did. But there's gonna be an intense fucking by. Mulder and Scully. <laughs> full on sex scene. Full Incense? penetration. Full frontal penetration. They have those real sister videos on the Pornhub. Yeah, mm. but I want to see Mulder do the Scully. That's true. And then I want the alien, I want to see the alien baby come out of her <laughs> her bushed vagina. <laughs> I feel like she has a straight up bush. It's like a big, big fiery yeah. bush. Oh, that's funny you brought that up. I was listening to a podcast earlier, and they're talking about razors being invented or not not invented. I'm sorry. Women started shaving their body hair during World War II because the razor companies weren't making any money because men weren't shaving, obviously. They were in war overseas, so they started advertising razors for women. That's what I'm trying to say. So they didn't shave their pits on their legs before then? Nope. And then, like, in the 90s, women started shaving their vaginas because of... I forgot, what they, I forgot why they said. Probably because of AIDS. Probably. Could have been. I mean, the, the hair holds smells, so probably grungy chicks. 
smell terrible. So, <laughs> but they, I feel like they would want to smell terrible. True. But anyway, yeah, that's why women shave their body hair. Thank God for World War II. Thank you, Hitler. <laughs> Something he did good. the world. He did the world good. Something good. Came Some out people of that. say he's pure evil, but he's not all evil. <laughs> he had one good. Thing. No one's pure evil. <laughs> I mean, cool, he had good ideas. He had a cool mustache and lady shaving. <laughs> yeah, you know his famous quote about women's pubes. Nine 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 nine. That's true. He said that. I saw it in a movie once. True. They probably started at first shaving their pubes in the shape of like his mustache. <laughs> a little Hitler. <laughs> All right. So before the books were published, there were already rumors that the American military had been conducting psychological warfare experiments on the eastern end of Long Island since the 1980s. So the book added a lot more fuel to the fire. Camp Hero and the Montauk Air Force Station, both are said to have been involved in paranormal research. I didn't say anything. I just thought of it. I just thought of it. Like blowing a load in your shorts kind of thing. (laughs) You were getting a hand job because you were teenagers, but you couldn't go like pants around your ankles because you were teenagers and you had parents to worry about. You're probably somewhere. So you just pull that down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And get the HJ and you finish, you just pull your pants up. And you finish inside, and then you got a big fucking load in your shorts, and you got to dry it out before you go home. Yeah. Got it. Right? <laughs> That's kind of something. Uh, yeah, I think we established that last time. <laughs> no, I just, that's the story. That's it. All right. I'm glad you got that yeah. okay. an hour and a half later. <laughs> got it into the next episode. I've been thinking Jeez. about it the whole time. The what, whole time. What happened that one time you got the handy jam? No, I am all the time. I was hate. They call me H.J. King. Back in the day. His dick was... Hand, handy J-Rod. Blaze red. <laughs> <laughs> From all those hand jobs. Most likely to have a chafe dick in high school. You got freckles on your dick? <laughs> no. No He's freckles lying. on my... No, it's, you, you need sunshine for freckles. No shit. It's, and yeah, it's, it comes from the... It's cancer, right? No, it's not cancer. It's the pigment. I forgot what it's... Vitamin D or some shit. I don't remember oh. how it works. But yeah, you gotta have sunshine for freckles. She get a pocket full of sunshine. And put it on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I'll start tanning my dick and see if I get a freckle on there. And I'll let you, you be the first to know. I'll let you know about it. Just that. like a little patch. You just yeah. get it like a nice little tan. If it doesn't have freckles, then I'm sure it's probably like blazing white. <laughs> Move on, please. You'll just get sunburned so bad it'll fall off. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you guys don't know yet, I saw his dick through his tiny whiteies. Multiple occasions. <laughs> Huge. And we're just Huge. talking about earlier tonight. Huge red hair. Yeah. Huge bush. <laughs> I know that's a lie, because if I was wearing tiny whiteies still, I wouldn't have had a bush yet. Well, dude, I was trying to help you out. When I remember I said huge. Dick. That was fake, too. It was all dick. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have a bush yet, so that was all dick. Dude, come on, Montaukas. I'm trying. You gotta I'm move just... past the hairy bush. I'm trying. So Nichols claimed that he wrote the book after recovering repressed memories of his time as a researcher there, and even gives details that of the interior of the base, its procedures, the advanced technologies there, and many other paranormal incidents that he witnessed. After the book was released... More people started coming forward, um, claiming that they were involved with the project as well. The book claims the program was funded by Nazi gold recovered during World War II. There were experiments in mind control and telepathy, opening space-time portals to other dimensions, contact with alien life, 
and the abduction of runaway children, all under the authority of the United States military. So, basically everything but the aliens is Stranger Things. I mean, I feel like the other dimensions kind of could be aliens. You never know. They found the upside down. I know what I'm saying. Like, if that could be aliens, you'll know. Could be ghosts, too. Yeah, well, I mean, if true. something comes from another dimension, that would be considered aliens, right? I don't know about that, actually. I mean, by the definition, it is alien to this world, so right. yeah. I mean, Mexicans are aliens. They're from the upside down. <laughs> yeah, the upside down United States. <laughs> yeah. So, where... Where did I get stuck with you? Because <laughs> you picked us. Right, you saw his tidy whities and you're like, this is my guy. That's the one for me. Friends for life. Can so, I have another beer, please? Yeah. So, everything really starts with the Philadelphia experiment. Ooh, that's a good one. The beer and the story. This is pre-Montauk. Another one. In October 1943, the U.S. military supposedly conducted secret experiments in the naval shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, determined to discover a way to bypass Nazi radar using electromagnetic fields so that they could safely transport supplies to the Allies in Europe. Is this during the war or after the war? 1943. During, Do you fuck with the war? During the war. She don't fuck with the war. I tell Michelle all the time. You're lucky I don't throw you to the wolves. Yeah, yeah, You're, she is lucky. She don't know about Pangea. Bitch don't know about Pangea! <laughs> the Navy has never admitted to any of these tests taking place. According to theorists, as far back as 1955, it not only succeeded in uncovering how to make its ship invisible to radar, but accidentally managed to cause battleship USS Eldridge to travel somewhere else. No one is really sure where to... Another time, another dimension, the ship went somewhere. It was not just invisible to radar, but completely invisible to the naked eye. Like, it just fucking disappeared. The ship was supposedly then transported through a hole in space-time to Norfolk, Virginia, more than 200 miles away. So they don't know what they did. It just fucking disappeared, showed up in Norfolk, Norfolk, Norfolk. Norfolk, Virginia. When the Eldridge reappeared at the Pennsylvania shipyard several minutes later... Some crew members had been fused into the bulkheads in the ship of the ship and had rematerialized inside out. Those who weren't driven insane by the disorientation they experienced while on the ship was while the ship was in the so-called hyperspace bubble that existed outside of time and space. I don't know. Do you know what what do they actually do? Like was there if we're talking about like these kids or something that they got how did they get that ship? I'm never actually, I know the story, but I've never actually gone of how did the ship disappear or how did it time travel or dimension travel or whatever. So I'm going to get into that in a little okay. bit. My fault, my fault. Um, I don't know how much farther down. Basically, they think they surrounded it by Tesla coils and some kind of electromagnetic field and it opened up a wormhole and sent the ship somewhere else. And then it somehow just came back, and the people that were in it were just fucking fused into the ship. <laughs> I, I think, think that's, that's the craziest how, I think part. that's how the magic school bus worked, isn't it? Tesla coils? Definitely yeah, not. the magic school bus, yeah. No, they had, like, Ant-Man <clears throat> technology. Oh, really? They shrunk down and Damn, went through okay. that kid's butthole. They it's went through a, a lot of kids' buttholes in they that show. They did. They really did. I, I really that. feel like she should have had her teacher's <laughs> license revoked. <laughs> Way too many buttholes. <laughs> yeah, there's right. a lot of buttholes for sure. Like, what are we doing today, class? Oh. We're shrinking down and going to somebody's butthole. <laughs> I really feel we like... We do that every day. It was, I feel like it was just one time they went through a kid's butthole. Arnold? No, um, I've been watching it a little bit with my daughter yeah, lately. Yeah, probably watched it a lot. And 
they go into kids' bodies like almost every episode. Hmm. But usually through the eyeball, right? Well, sinuses too. Could be like they got a cut on their arm. They'll go in that way. They always come out the butt, no matter what. Are you serious? I was <laughs> making a joke. I don't know. How do they like, really they, come out the butt? Yeah, they gotta like swim through the colon and they're dodging the poops, and then they poop right out. Every time, <laughs> it's, it's always like, like an poop. asteroid field. I There's guess poops. I never realized just floating it was around in there, poops. like like yeah, we got a dodge, yeah, you know, like asteroids. So after the this happened and the people came back, fused into the ship and turned inside out, the military learned of the negative effects and the project was shut down. The different accounts of this incident by people apparently have many inconsistencies, but still many people believe it happened. In 1984, a movie was made about the Philadelphia Experiment called The Philadelphia Experiment. I have tried to watch that before, and it's terrible. I've never been able to finish it. Yeah. Is anybody famous in it? Not that I can think of. Everything I read about it, they're like, a shitty B-movie, but I didn't put any of that in there. Yeah, no, it really is. It was terrible. I think I watched like 20 minutes into it and just couldn't get through it. A 57-year-old man named Al... Felix saw the movie in 1988. He then claimed that he experienced an overwhelming sense of deja vu. Yeah, and Lewis, no, I'm sorry, Nancy Allen is in that movie. I don't care about her. She was Robocop's partner. Yeah, I don't care about her either. She was in Carrie. She's a she's, horrible partner. She's very hot. Yeah, yeah. Robocop got shot the fuck up. She's not. He told her to leave him. His, yeah, because she's aggravating. A partner bitch. would never leave her partner. His fault. Good thing he got fucking shot to shit because it made some good movies. Did you see that video? <laughs> it was like a fan video or whatever. And it was Robocop. And I don't know if like they gave him the technology or the technology was messed up. But all he would do was shoot criminals in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would have like all these criminals running around and he's just like pow pow pow. And it's showing like dicks getting exploded by guns. <laughs> and that's all he would just shoot them all in the dick. And then it was funny. I mean, you criminals would learn from that. Like, I'm you didn't not gonna, kill them, but I'm not going to steal bread from that story. What they're not going to reproduce. But what do you have to lose after that? Right. You already shot your dick off, right? Just I always them. wonder in movies where they people like won't shoot because they're kind of like afraid or whatever. Just yeah. shoot him in the goddamn leg or in the kneecap. The bad, like you overtake the bad guy and you get his gun, but then you just like run away or just fucking like shoot both of his kneecaps. He ain't going nowhere, Then the movie would be over and it would be... He probably won't die. He's not going to bleed to death, but his kneecaps are going to be shattered and he'll never walk again. Oh boy, that shot the girl in the neck and got himself shot in the leg, died from in the leg. Yeah. But I mean, you shoot him in the kneecaps, then you can take more time to think about, do I want to kill him? If you want to kill him or not. Or do I want to shoot his dick off? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, nobody ever knows how to use a gun in the movie. Kneecap him, dude. telling you, kneecap him. And I got all the goddamn time in the world. What you gonna do? Get up and walk around? No. I got all the time in the world. Do whatever I want. Again, knowing you. Probably gonna rape him. Probably gonna rape him. <laughs> <laughs> That's to... not what I was thinking about if I'm gonna rape you or not. He's, he's on it's the phone with 911. <laughs> Someone in my house is getting raped right now. I need the police on the way. That's not the question going through my head. Uh, you break into the wrong house, you might get kneecapped and raped. You never know. You never know. So don't break into people's houses. That's honestly, that's like the last thing on their mind is getting raped. Probably they're just so. like, am I going to get shot and killed? Or... But good on you, though. I mean, yeah, right? you're, you're putting but the fear of God in those criminals. Good, good for you. Changing the world <laughs> one butthole at a time. 
So using hypnotic regression therapy, Bielik said that he was able to unlock a massive store of repressed memories about his extensive involvement, not just in the Philadelphia experiment, but in something called the Montauk Project as well, and that the two were related. He claimed his memory had been wiped using the CIA's MKUltra techniques to maintain the secrecy of the program. Acid. Drugs. Hardcore drugs. We should try acid once. We should. Right now. I don't have any acid. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how much it is. Like 20 bucks in acid? A sheet? Like a, a full sheet? sheet? How does it, a sheet? What are you talking about? Yeah, it comes on like aluminum a, foil. Does it really? It comes on like a sheet, like a sheet. I don't know. Like I'm a sheet Google. of how oh, is acid like served? a sheet of stickers. <laughs> we each get a sheet and eat it all. No, you don't do a sheet. You do like one little square. Guarantee you, it's not twenty dollars a sheet. Small tablets, you know, it's not like it's pills, isn't it? Now it is. Back in the day, it was like a sheet, but it was. How do you, oh, you remember? Those Listerine... Uh, yeah, I do remember those. So that's how LSD used to be. So you have a full sheet of these little squares. LSD served. Is that what you're talking about? Like little... Yes, little yeah, pieces. like that. Like that. Microdose. Like a, like a stamp. They, it, like a full... Sh- okay, full sheet of stamp. Man, I, was, I, I love those those Listerine tablets. They quit making uh, those because yeah. people were overdosing on them. <laughs> Makes sense. Remember in school you would like... Get a whole pack and put it on your tongue and see if you could, like, during <laughs> class or whatever. Who could, yeah, who could, could take the heat? Yeah. <laughs> Kids are stupid. $25. Where do you see that? How much? The second. On what? On the bottom left. Right there. $25 cost. <laughs> Ain't no way that's right. Five to twenty dollars a dose. There you go. That's Fucking what I said. Twenty bucks. You said twenty bucks a cup. That's cheap. It lasts for twenty-four hours. Oh, Holy I could, I shit. That's super cheap. That's so expensive. I'm not that's, doing that. I can't do that. Yeah, twenty four hours of being that an hour horrible. to two maybe at most. I can't do fucking <laughs> twenty four hours of being fucked up. I'd scare the shit out of myself. Yeah, that's that's too much. So he claimed that they wiped his memory using the CIA's MK Ultra techniques to maintain the secrecy of the program. Balik found out that his real name was Edward Cameron. And that he and his brother, Duncan Cameron, were crew members on the Eldridge in 1943 when they were in their 20s. And he claims that they were on board when the experiment happened. He said that Nikola Tesla himself had engineered the equipment that caused the Eldridge to break out of space-time. And that it had even opened up a wormhole into the future, which brought the brothers to the middle of the Montauk's Camp Hero on August 12th, 1983. Was so, Tesla still alive? I don't know. I don't know when he died. In the 60s? Was, Is that what you said? Is this the 60s? Yeah, they use... Tesla was like the late 1800s, so I don't want to say no. He's but it's the stuff alive. that... Like his engineered equipment. Oh, yeah. Like I said I think earlier... the government got a lot of his shit. That, yeah, like I said earlier, the Tesla coils. Yeah. Like they had surrounded it with Tesla coils. Go up. He died in 1943. Oh, so... He supposedly had like a way of free energy... Like all kinds of shit. Yeah, the government got. Like you just put a fucking rod in the ground and suck the energy out. I think he had like a. Yeah, because uh, Thomas Jefferson stole all his shit. (laughs) What? For sure. Thomas Jefferson Jefferson stole Tesla shit. Look up when Thomas Jefferson was alive. Thomas Jefferson stole all of Tesla's inventions. Thomas Edison. I'm okay. Because <laughs> Thomas Jefferson was alive way before oh, that. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Retard alert. Uh-oh. Retard alert. <laughs> Thomas Edison stole all his shit. That sounds better. Yeah. The best. But Thomas Edison shit was way inferior. 
Edison pretty much just stole the light bulb from somebody. And he was before. Tesla worked for Thomas Edison. True story. Edison stole all his shit. Tesla was younger than Edison and smarter and better. I'm pretty sure Edison stole everything he had. He was their day's Elon Musk. What did he steal? No, uh, Tesla was their day's Elon Musk. So they used Tesla equipment, caused the Eldridge to break out of space-time... And open up a wormhole into the future. And another one. Which brought the brothers to 1983, August 12th. As the ship was teleporting, the brothers could tell something was wrong, so they jumped overboard and landed at Montauk's Camp Hero on August 12th, 1983. So, if you remember earlier, I told you the ship was just sent to Norfolk and back. Well, while that was happening, they jumped the fuck off and landed in 1983. Holy crap. This shit's weird. We're jumping off. So That's crazy. The military sent them back through the wormhole with a mission to destroy the equipment on the Eldridge. So they got there, and the military... Basically, August 12th, 1983 is when the Montauk Project ended. So they basically went to the end of the project and were sent back because they Was had Was it still they going because they were gone? Well, they had all that technology at that time so they sent them back to destroy the technology because they knew it was bad i'm tripped i get it no i get it i just what else were they doing at the time who between well i get to all that (laughs) (laughs) well we just got started okay so the military sent them back to destroy the equipment according to balik the brothers completed their mission though that didn't stop the government from doing more experiments and building portals into the future so they got back and had the Project shut down, basically, but from that project, the Montauk Project was born. So from the Philadelphia, Philadelphia experiment, the Montauk I think project. it was the Project Rainbow or something was... That sounds familiar, yeah. ...was part of Eight. the Philadelphia experiment, <laughs> was like in that group of... When Tom Hanks went and spread it around. Yeah. That's it's when they had that dude fuck that monkey and spread it. So he and his brother joined up with the Montauk Project, which had grown out of the electromagnetic research of the Philadelphia experiment. Balick claims he befriended Nichols, which is the guy that ended up writing the books. He was and, a researcher. Yeah, in the 1970s, and that together they developed the Montauk chair, because he also, the guy you know that wrote the books, also worked for the government at that time. So those two developed the Montauk Chair, a mind-reading device that was a central component of the entire project. So it was basically a chair you would sit in with Tesla coils around that amplified your psychic power to do your psychic things. That's pretty awesome. Do you have to have, or does everybody have... have, have No, you have to have the psychic powers. Okay. And that just amplifies those powers. It doesn't give you power. So either. just like Eleven gets like into the, the sensory deprivation yeah. thing. She'd or whatever. be fifteen. What amplified? She's she was eleven. Amplified. Oh, that makes, was a makes fail. Sense. It was it was. It was a fail. Your ears was better with the water and the salt and the what <laughs> salt? Her yeah, deprivation. Her deprivation chamber. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember the salt thing. They made it in a gym or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully they make a spinoff with the. Uh, Stoner pizza guy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh... the one where he lost his dick? In the... <laughs> yeah. That's a good. He got movie. his dick chopped off by a samurai oh. sword in the in the woods, and they had to go find, chase his dick down and bring it back to the hospital. Is that the package? You're yeah. About? Yeah. 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 yeah that's a good that was movie. funny. 
I like things. I don't remember it being a samurai sword. Isn't I watched that it. What happened? I don't that's really a, like, uh, that's a guy. The workaholics remember. dudes produced that. I think. Yeah. Or they were like wrote it had, or something. I thought they had like a samurai sword or something. They were playing around with it, and he was peeing. And, like, he turned around as he was playing with the sword and chopped it off. <laughs> I don't remember the sword. I mean, it might be right. I, it's been I, a while I could since be I wrong. It. It's been a long time since I watched What else? Maybe a machete, maybe? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that could chop a right. dick off. I don't want to go down that list. Just scare me. I wouldn't want to leave my house. And then I'll be thinking about what my house is going to chop my dick off. But, I mean, it could. your dick can go through a lot of things and take a very long time, and they can still be reattached. So... That's true. Because that his dick went through a lot in that movie. It got reattached. I don't remember. Yeah, the they reattached the it at the end. Good for him. Hopefully. I don't really don't care if it doesn't work as long as it's there. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like having it work would be the only thing that matters. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If it doesn't work, doesn't matter if it's there or not. <laughs> right. I'd rather have it hanging there than just not. I don't know. I'd rather pee out of it than not be able. So to what if it was reattached, but you had to pee out the side of where it was reattached? And you couldn't do it. But anything. I could still get boners? No. Oh, well, then that's not it. It would only the get a boner. boners are the only thing that I Like care half about. an inch in a boner, and then the rest would just flop. No. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's better than now. Yeah. You gave me a quarter of an inch. All right, so this part is super weird and confusing. So Balik also described in vague terms how he had been de aged, had his memory wiped, and had been forced to live out the rest of his life as Al Balik. He explained how, in the early 1960s, he, as Edward, had convinced his father, so him in the future convinced his father in the past, to have another child so that they could port his consciousness from 1983 into the sibling born in 1963. Balick referred to this version of Duncan as a walk-in soul. He also suggested that the 19, a 1983 accident that's as detailed as it gets about it, caused him to begin aging rapidly. So I'd also seen that the where they went through the wormhole made him age rapidly, and they had done it a few more times, some going into the future. So the solution was to talk to his dad in the past, have him have another son, so he could put his soul and consciousness into that son, so then he can grow up again, so he's a man and a boy, like Dayman. But him, he's... His the, younger self the was... The body of a boy. And the soul but, of a man. But the soul of a man. But his younger self is still there, correct? What do you mean? No, the brother. Oh, yeah, his younger. And then that's now his brother. The brother that was uh, with him later. It makes... It's very... Oh, the brother that jumped off Yeah. The sh- God damn. They did a lot of acid. Yeah. So that part's super confusing. It's a lot of parts that are pretty that confusing. Make, that don't make sense. I know. I'm not high enough for this episode. <laughs> But basically, he had to do that, or he would die. So, what better choice than to have a brother and then take his life for your own, from the future to the past? Got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So, the Montauk chair is our next topic. Preston Nichols detailed his work on the Montauk chair in his book, claiming it used electromagnetism to further the psychic powers of whoever sat in it. Duncan Cameron happened to have substantial psychic abilities. So that's the guy that got sent back and reattached into his brother. Duncan Cameron? Duncan Cameron. That's his original name that he forgot about. Because he's got two names, remember? Right. So Duncan Cameron happened to have substantial psychic abilities, including the ability to manifest objects with his mind using the device. 
So that comes back later on. Manifest? He, you mean like a, like make shit appear? Yeah, so he can manifest objects when he's in this chair. What? And they've even... I came across where they said they've even um, trained him to where he could do it without the use of the chair, eventually. So that comes back later on, that he can manifest whatever he what wants. What would you manifest right now if you could manifest something? Good, actually. Like a really? um, shit ton of money? Really? Money? I, food or sex is the only two things I think about. I so. You can beer, get those. I think I've got you can get both of those with a shit ton of money. That's so a good point, actually. You would get one. I would get both. And still have also a shit ton of money. <laughs> so you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard a joke. I'm going to say it right now. It's going to be okay. good. I'm going to have to paraphrase. All right, so. Hilarious. <laughs> so three guys find a genie. And they all three rub the genie. Gross. So <laughs> the lamp, the genie comes out, so they all three get three wishes. So the first guy wishes for the most beautiful wife. The second guy wishes to be like the best flirter, lover, whatever he can get. Ladies whoever, man yeah, best whatever? ladies okay. man in the world. Wait, three guys, three wishes each, or three, three guys? guys, three wishes each. Okay, he wants to be the best ladies man. The third guy <laughs> wishes that his arm will rotate clockwise and he he can't stop it (laughs) he can't stop it right so then their second wish the first guy wishes for the most lavish house in the world the second guy wishes for the most money in the world the third guy wishes that his left arm (laughs) will rotate counterclockwise all right and he can't stop it so he's going clockwise (laughs) now let's do it Clockwise, <laughs> counterclockwise. <laughs> he accomplished it. He yes. did it. He yes. did it. So, I didn't know that was possible. I just thought it was like something you can't do. <laughs> so the third wish, not really important. I don't really remember. So the first guy wishes to have whatever. He's the best cook in the world. Second guy wishes he's got the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> That's my wish. That's what he wants. <laughs> he wants to be the best cook with the biggest dick. The third guy That's wishes why he said it. Yeah. that he can poke his head back and forth like a like a chicken kind of does. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And doesn't stop. So he's rotating right arm to the right, left arm counterclockwise, head <laughs> to the forward. Head, yeah. So they all decide, oh, you know, we're going to split our ways. We have three best friends. We're going to split our ways. We'll meet back in 10 years. Jeannie's like, all right, I'm off. 10 years comes back. The first guy's like, yeah, my life's pretty good. I got this, the most beautiful wife in the world, all this stuff. The second guy's like, yeah, I'm doing really good. I got all this stuff. I've been banging this guy's wife. The third guy, you know, he's still rotating his arm <laughs> left and right and, sh- and <laughs> put his head forward. He's like, guys, I think I fucked up. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I find it so goddamn funny how funny you find it. <laughs> I haven't seen his face do that in yeah. a while. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like to try to do. I think I fucked up. I think I fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. That is fucking stupid. Uh, that's a good one. 
He got Chinese. <laughs> like you're expecting, like he's got, he's got something planned. <laughs> no, he yeah, fucked up. I for sure, I thought for sure I was gonna be like. He could do something like fucking three chicks at once or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Maintain. Oh my uh, god, David. Hearing you laugh that hard makes me laugh so fucking hard. That was so stupid. <laughs> Alright, I need another beer. Oh, alright. While you're grabbing beers, I'll take a beer. Another one. Another one. One of those nights, huh? Alright, so he had the ability to manifest objects with his mind. Remember that. I said that I'm pretty sure a few times. Cameron and other project researchers would use the Montauk chair to open portals through space-time. Nichols continued to experiment with Duncan, who was such a powerful psychic that no one suspected that he was a man from the distant past, inserted into a new body. I don't know why that makes him a good psychic, but... He tried to harness his adept subject's powers in the Montauk chair to conduct mind-control experiments using special radio dishes at Camp Hero. If you look at pictures of Camp Hero, it's like a big brown building and then like this huge radio dish thing on top of it. And they use that for shit. Nichols described another experiment in his book that is basically remote viewing. A paranormal concept that was actually researched by the CIA. Nichols writes, The first experiment was called the seeing eye. With the lock of a person's hair or other appropriate object in his hand, Duncan could concentrate on the person and be able to see as if he was seeing through their eyes, hearing through their ears, and feeling through their body. He could actually see through other people anywhere on the planet. If he had their hair? He'd have to have their hair or some kind of personal item. So he can only see through that person. Right. So he'd have to have an object from them, and then he would be able to see, hear, and feel basically everything they do. After several years of experimenting with Duncan in the Montauk chair, Nichols claims that they could reliably reliably travel to other times and places, even to Mars. So they could like teleport as well. But as long as long as you've been to Mars, he can teleport. No, he to can Mars. physically teleport to Mars. As long as you've as not, long as you've been to Mars before, not as conscious, his whole body. Right. He could travel. He could time travel times and places. And also go to Mars. I bet you Mars in the 70s was fucking popping. <laughs> Pretty sure it's as boring as it is now. Yeah. We get to Mars later, too. <sighs> that was Mars. Yeah. Just wind and that's what, sand. That's what happened, yeah. yeah. And Matt Damon making uh, potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> uh, but his fucking mashed potatoes was bomb. With the Vicodin in it? With the pain pills? So at one point, Nickel Superior's told him to turn on the Montauk chair and leave it running through August 12, 1983. By having another time travel machine switched on, the Montauk project successfully created a time wormhole. I want to do mushrooms there. By the Aurora Borealis. In a fucking teepee, sorry. So they, they left the Montauk chair running in 1983, and by having the time travel mach- machine switched on, the Montauk project successfully created a time wormhole to 1943, with power at both ends. That's how Ed and Duncan Cameron of 1943 came through the portal and the events described in his book occurred. Or the events described by Al Balik occurred. So, so you them, gotta have a the second side of the time travel machine to get through. Austin Powers, they have that, right? Remember? remember. Number two was young. He was. It's a thing. They, I don't remember. I just watched all those recently. 
Remember it was number two, old, and then Rob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Lowe was that. young, number two. With Wait. them doing the experiment with the boat in 43, and them fucking with it in 83, made the portal for them to, for the boat to, to go do through. whatever, and for them to travel, and then they were able to send them back because that portal was open. Nichols kept the Duncan of 1943 away from the 1963 version. I thought it was 43, I don't know. But quickly realized that time travel was way too complex and far too dangerous to be messing around with. He and three colleagues hatched a plan to use Duncan to shut the project down. So this is an excerpt from the book about how they did that. We finally decided we'd had enough of the whole experiment. The contingency program was activated by someone approaching Duncan while he was in the chair and simply whispering, The time is now. At this moment, he let loose a monster from his subconscious, <laughs> and a transmitter actually portrayed Clover, a hairy monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was big, hairy, hungry, and nasty. <laughs> He's still describing a penis. <laughs> but it didn't appear underground in the null point. It showed up somewhere on the base. It would eat anything it could find, and it smashed everything in its sight. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Several different people saw it, but almost everyone described a different beast. Nichols had to smash all of the equipment that powered the Montauk chair before the beast disappeared back into the nothingness. That incident, plus the successful time anchor that was built between August 12, 1943 and August 12, 1983, ensured that the project would be shut down. Employees were then brainwashed, and in 1984, the lower levels of the base were filled with the cement. Then you gotta go, how do you know how to brainwash people? And where'd, the, where'd the monster go? Where's the monster Well, the monster from? was from his mind. What happened to the chair? Where is my mind? They destroyed it. And then they filled the whole facility with cement. So you can't even get to it. But waste. the plan was... It's a lot of cement, huh? Basically, because he could make anything from his mind that he thought of, he intentionally thought of a monster... Well, what's so the point? Don't fill the base. Did they kill, fill to the hide base the evidence. With, with him in it? Well, no. Kill that fucking guy. They just decided it was too dangerous. Yeah, he's too dangerous. Fucking so they filled it in. Shoot that motherfucker in the leg. Well, they wiped his memory. Get his goddamn so it kind of is like Cloverfield. You like let something in from the other side. But it wasn't nothing that really existed. It was like Ghostbusters. and He thought of it and it came out. <laughs> right. The first thing that you so think of. the monster's of, not the problem. He's the problem. It's the goddamn ghost name in Ghostbusters. Slimer? No, the bad. The big bad in the first one. Gozer. Gozer. The key holder. So Gozer came in the form of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. True story. Lucky the Ghostbusters were there. <sighs> exactly. To Saved blast us all. him. Yeah. And then fill the whole city with cement and start that's over. A, that's an episode <laughs> we could do. <laughs> Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters? Yeah. I still haven't seen the new one. Oh, that's a good one. Is it? You should sure watch it. Nichols also detailed the abduction of young children, some no older than four, for the use of this as subjects in the Montauk Project's experiments. So we're going back now. Nichols referred to those underage abductees as the Montauk Boys and said that they were snatched off the streets or even taken from their homes. According to Nichols, these children were these children were so psychologically broken down by the Montauk Project that most would have forgotten all about their time at Camp Hero for the rest of their lives. Some were sent through a portal into unknown space-time. So that was a big thing. They would like open these portals and just fucking send them through and see what happens. And then they would usually come back and die. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we put liquid paper on a bee. It died. 
Montauk boys started coming forward after this and confirmed the stories. At least one man claimed to similarly recover his traumatic memories of the Montauk project, just as Balick and Nichols had. Stuart Stewartlow, a 52-year-old man living in Michigan, told the Sun in 2017 that he was one of the Montauk boys Nichols described and that he and others like him were subjected to hor- horrific abuse. When the experiment st- <laughs> hilarious. When the ex- get their butts tittled. <laughs> when the experiment started, they target expendable boys like orphans, runaways, or the children of drug addicts. The kind of kids no one would really come looking for. The aim was to fracture your mind so that they could program you. They would change the temperature from very hot to very cold, starve you, and then overfeed you. I remember being beaten with a wooden pole. And they love to hold your head underwater until you nearly drowned. That was effective. It makes a person likely to listen to and obey their rescuer. They also used LSD to put our brains into this into an altered state. We should all do LSD. Well, one of us do LSD and the other two torture them. Let's see if we can mind control. Torturer. Torturer. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Your asshole's getting obliterated. You like to get fucked in the middle. <laughs> Swerdlow added that he also observed project staffers sexually abusing the children in order to break them down. Swerdlow even alleged that he and the other Montauk boys were sent to Mars and back to biblical times via the project's portals. So you can go to Mars, you can go back in the past. In the early days, as they were perfecting the coordinates, a lot of boys were simply lost, he said. I still have nightmares about it today. I wasn't there when the Montauk chair was shut off, but I felt it, like it had suddenly been unplugged from electricity. So, according to Variety, show creators of Stranger Things, Matt and Russ Duffer were so inspired by the Montauk project that the original title for the show was Montauk. After filmmaker Charlie Kessler filed a lawsuit against the brothers for plagiarizing his short film, The Montauk Project, the setting was changed from Long Island to the suburbs of Indiana. That's just kind of random in there. Kind of, this is the last little point. Some people believe aliens and their technology helped us with uh, Project Montauk. Thanks to the alien technology, we figured out how to transport people with a teleportation device. They were even able to teleport people to Mars, where they built a cooperative alien research base consisting of both human and alien scientists. It's even believed that in 2012, Obama was teleported to Mars to meet with an alien delegation <laughs> at the base. That always going to take him way too far. That just... one I uh, only saw in one place about the aliens. Anything that's the remotely believable, there's always that ridiculous claim that makes it not credible anymore. Right. I guess that might be part of the thing. If you if you wanted to make something not be believable, then you just tell like a, a bunch of lies. Information al- thing. Like yeah, exactly. The if you don't want. The government doesn't want you to know it's real. They'll throw out that crazy shit. It reminds me of the Office episode when he tells us... I don't even remember what the secret Probably was. Probably hilarious. The Office episode? Yeah. Somebody was pregnant or something, but then he went around like telling lies or rumors or, you know? He accidentally said that uh, Pam was pregnant. pregnant. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, no, no! He, he accidentally <laughs> said that Stanley was having an affair. Oh, is that what it was? And yeah. then, but one... He told lies to everybody, like different lies. And, Pam was and then pregnant, one then lie really was. was that, yeah. <laughs> and then Jim, being the good guy that he is, was like, he knew Stanley 
might have been having an affair. Why would you cover for somebody having an affair, though? Like, I'm fine with that. Which one's Stanley? I mean, like, I wouldn't host. feel Ooh. obligated to cover for him if he was having an affair. You know Jared's what I'm saying? not bros before hoes. Stanley's not even his friend, though. Which one is Stanley? Stanley is his friend. Remember when he asked Stanley <coughs> and Phyllis to cover for him because he of the wanted... Baby? Which one that was after? Did. That was later, though. Which one is Stanley? The no. black sleepy guy that does crossword puzzles. Like a fat black guy? Uh-huh. And the only black guy on the show. <laughs> the token one. Okay. <laughs> Daryl comes later. Uh, that's true. Daryl's on there. That's it for the Montauk the project. Montauk. It's pretty cool. Pretty crazy. Pretty fucking it's, crazy. It's um, widely be- considered... I believe it. ...all made up, but... The government would want you to think that, so I hate the government, so I believe it. Pretty fun story. <laughs> I think it's true. Uh, I was there. I mean, I, I witnessed all of it. Thank you, uh, listener, for suggesting this topic. I thought I liked it. I believe it. I'm, this is if like it's the not true. fourth body I've been in. So yeah, because you're older. That's fun. They transfer me a few times. Fourth body you've been inside? Yeah, they sent me to catch it. He's older. That we think. Putting it back here. Anyways, bad joke. Thank you, listener, for suggesting this topic. Remember, guys, like us and share us on Facebook, love us on Instagram, review us on Spotify. Not a bad review on Spotify. If you guys have suggestions, tell us what you want to hear, because we'll do whatever you want to hear. Send us donations for beers. I don't give a Yeah, see, there's a support thing on all the uh, podcasts, on all the episode descriptions. I'll send you a dollars get you a jared dick pic i'll do it for 99 cents (laughs) a lot of hair a lot of hair red hair right it's red no it's not red it's jet black it's jet black the penis is like super brown i'm sure there's a lot of like semen crusties in the hair like yeah we're talking about he explodes in his pants a lot (laughs) earlier he said there's not a bunch of freckles on his dick because there's just one giant freckle. Yeah, so if you do that, if you if you will do the podcast supporter for the 99 cents a month, I will send you a dick pic. I feel like you're still getting ripped off even at 99 cents. <laughs> it you did it to yourself. <laughs> you asked for it. We keep it sexy. If you didn't keep it sexy, you wouldn't listen. Good enough. Kurt Russell, we out.